Come with us We're out of place I'm doing fine I'm feeling great You're not my fan You can't relate Straight talk going safe It's not safe Before you cross me Look both ways Leaving the scene With no trace None in my lead You out of place I'm not at the top I'm out of space Can't eat with us We're out of place I'm doing fine I'm feeling great You're not my fan You can't relate Straight talk going State to state George Mackay back in Straight Talk Studios today, guys, and I got a good one. I got somebody who, uh, well, he's the reigning, defending Destiny World Wrestling next-gen champion. I was honored to see this man capture the title in late December, one of the last shows we saw in Ontario before our lockdown, which hopefully we'll be getting back to regular business in March. But without further ado, please help me welcome to Straight Talk Wrestling, Matt Angel. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. And you? Thanks for having me first. Oh, no problem, man. It's an honor to have you. Like uh, the yeah, great thing thanks. about the great thing about being a podcaster is um, you're blessed enough to uh, be very adverse in the independent wrestling scene from Ontario, where I'm based out of to Quebec, where you're based out of to all over parts of the US and all over Canada as well. And you're somebody that I, I actually discovered myself in August. You had that awesome okay. match at I hope I'm saying it right. My French is not great. Uh, Le Pre de la Or. You faced Mike Bailey in August yeah. of, of last year. How, how yeah. was that? Was that okay? Did I say it okay? Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was perfect. You are perfect. I think that your French is uh, better than my English, so that's fine. <laughs> well, they're perfect, perfect. But yeah, I discovered you in that match. I caught clips and highlights online. And that's where I was like, I got to keep an eye on this, man. And then as things progressed throughout August all the way to December, I was able to see you in person. And first things first, how did it feel capturing... Uh, on your debut in Destiny Wrestling, capturing that next-gen title against a uh, decorated champion like Aiden Prince? For real, for me, it was an honor because Destiny is is a really uh, good company. Uh, they, they are kind with their wrestler. They care about their wrestlers. So I think that's is something special. Um, and like you said, that was my debut. So I wasn't expected to be champion. So when you 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 capture that title, it's something special because you have a, you have like the 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 captain thing in your uh, in your t-shirt. You know what I mean? Like the hockey thing. You know, it's like if I represent the promotion. So this is a lot for me, and I'm I'm really happy for that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was a fantastic match. Your skill set and his skill set matched so well. It, it, it's it's got to be easy when you can go into a ring with somebody as skilled as Aiden Prince and yourself and just tell yeah. a fantastic story without really having to try too hard. You always want to give your best, but when you're in it, when you you know what you know what I'm saying. When you're in the ring with a with an opponent where yeah. it's just seamless, it just clicks. And I felt you guys really just clicked from the first time you locked up till the end of that match. It was just seamless and perfect all the way through. And Aiden Prince is is a really good wrestler, and I know him for. A couple of years then i faced him like five years ago and that was not the same thing i think i uh, i can't say that we have a good chemistry uh, i think that there was a good match not like everything that i, I expected but that was a good match and uh, i hope that me and aiden prince had the chance to face each other again in the future because i love that guy he's really good this is i think that that guy can be a star for real that guy can be a star he got everything to be a star. Absolutely. I completely agree with you hundred percent. And you yourself, you are a decorated champion across multiple promotions. I mean, uh, you're a champion currently at, at new school pro wrestling. You're champion over at, uh, AWE. 
your champion. I mean, destiny as well. Like you're multiple, you're collecting belts all over the place. You're putting your flag in so many promotions. Is it pressure to hold so many different titles knowing that you always have a bullseye on your back when you are a champion? Oh, that's a really good question because it's something that really come in my mind. Um, I think that's in wrestling when you have good match, uh, you work for that match. You know what I mean? Like if someone, so I face Pete Dunne. This is an example. So when you face Pete Dunne, people can say, oh, you you can face Pete Dunne. So I would like to do. Yeah, but you have to deliver. You know, that's not easy. So you have all the pressure that people want a good match. So you have to put a good match because if you don't, you don't have other opportunity. That's that's simple. If if I failed, that's that's over. I mean, I don't have like 10 chance that not that's not the way that work in wrestling. So that's a lot of pressure. And like you said, when you are a champion, you are um, a captain of the team. So you have to every time do big match and good match and be the best and be the, 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 the wrestler that people want to see after the match. So you have to be that guy. So I think that's, it's a lot of pressure. I love that pressure, but it's always a lot of pressure. And like you said, every time I go to a promotion, not like every time, but uh, a lot of promotion I go, um, I become champion. So I have to deliver. So sometimes it's hard. It's hard because I have to, you know, I have to, give great impression to people and I'm not like the taller guy and the big guy and the thing. So I have to prove myself to prove to people that I can be a champion. I can be a good wrestler too. So that's, yeah, that's hard. That's, that's really hard. Absolutely. But you know what? Uh, I think your hardest test is coming up later this year. Uh, You announced earlier this year that you and your wife are expecting. And let me tell you, I'm a father of two girls. Congratulations, by the way, on your upcoming to your family. Thank you. But I'm a father of two daughters. And let me tell you, Pressure in the ring, 100%. Pressure having conversations like this, 100%. Pressure at your job, your nine-to-five job, 100%. But there's no amount of pressure as becoming a first-time father. I can I can yeah. attest to that. Both oh, times, yeah. I was scared out of my mind. Like, let me tell you something, Matt. The hairline used to be here. Now, being a father, <laughs> the hairline is here. Uh, I hope I'm going to keep all of that. I hope, I hope. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks because uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good thing. That's a big thing because all my life will change. But uh, I'm happy to this. Really, I love my wife. I love like I love the life. I think I can give to my my son or my girl uh, some great advice, and so I can help him in in the life. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm really happy. You should be. You should be. And I I I hope you're blessed. No matter what, boy or girl, I hope it's healthy and the baby is happy and all that good stuff. But I got to be honest with you. I got to ask you, are you hoping for a son or a daughter? Or are you just hoping doesn't matter as long as it's healthy? As long as it, uh, as it healthy, I will be happy. That's the only thing. So I don't, you know, I will be, I will be happy. No matter if it's a daughter or a son, I will be happy. I'm sure. Absolutely. But I got to tell you, being a girl dad, it's the coolest thing in the world. Because there's so yeah. many things you never thought you would do that when you have your daughter, you do. I'll be honest. I've had my nails painted. I have worn a tiara. I have had a fake tea party. I have done all the things that a girl dad does. And if you asked me right now, would I be willing to do it all over again? In an absolute heartbeat. Absolute heartbeat. Yeah. There's yeah, nothing that's better awesome. than that. There's nothing better than sharing those moments with your son and daughter, your upcoming child. But I got to ask, knowing that your schedule 
COVID, you know, we're getting back to normal. Shows are going to open up again. You're going to be on the road quite a bit because you are a star. And that's the truth of the yeah. matter. Your talent is unmatched. Is it going to be hard for you when you have to leave back on the road for the first time after the baby is born? For real, uh, it's hard right now, I think. It's always hard because I love to go on the road. I love to be with my friend. I love wrestling. I love all those things. But, you know, going every weekend in your car, doing like 10 hours of road, sometimes it's winter, so that's not nice. Um, and then you wrestle, then you come back. So your weekend, your your weekend is over. On the Monday, you you go to the work, you do your work, and then on Friday you go on the road, and again and again and again. I think that sometimes it sometimes it's hard. So yeah, I think that when I will be a father, it will be again hard, really hard, because I love to be in my house with with my 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 wife, my friend, my dog, and the things, you know. So yeah, it's it will be hard, but I think that um, I can choose my 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 place to wrestle. So I. I will choose and I will be like the place that give me, give me everything like, you know, fun and uh, good match and money and all those, all those stuff. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I can't wait to see you again, uh, defending your title of destiny, but I mean, out of everyone, like I said, from when I discovered you in August to December, you face so many people that are so decorated in this business from Lufisto to Mike, yeah. Mike Speedball Bailey to Channing Decker, Kevin Blanchard, uh, Stephen Sullivan, Benjamin Tull. Benjamin, the Benjamin Tull match was phenomenal. I, yeah. I got to tell you, man, I was at home. I was sweating watching that match at home because I was jumping all over the house. The match was Thank you. damn incredible. And again, Michael Plante, I hope I'm saying it right, his last name. You face so many decorated uh, people in this business. Uh, would you say out of all those names that I've mentioned, there's so many people that hit hard. Lufisto hits hard. Channing Decker hits hard. Speedball Mike Bailey hits hard. Aiden Prince hits hard. But out of all those names that I just mentioned, even Benjamin Toll, who would you say was your toughest or your, your, the most match you had the most fun in? Because when you, when you really face somebody who can hit as hard as you can, it just kicks it up a little extra layer. It's Speedball Mike Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you've got... That that match with him adds something real. I mean, like if uh, we are like two uh, the best wrestler in Quebec, uh, according to Pat Laprade. This is a, an historian from Quebec. Uh, we are the best uh, wrestlers in Quebec. So he's number one. I'm number two. So when we face each other, it's you know, it's not like oh you you, you beat my friend, and I'm gonna kick your ass. Or, oh you you are champion. No, it's not just like okay. So you want to fight? You want to be the, the better man? So we fight. And Billy is someone that kick hard, hit hard, but I can do too. So I think that's every time this is a good match for real. Me and my Billy have good chemistry, really good chemistry. And every time we do a match, people go crazy in the crowd. Is 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 fucking good. That guy is ready, 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 ready good. I learn. Every time I wrestle him, I learned a lot. Every time. He's awesome. He's, yeah, and he helps people. That's what I love. Like, I wrestle him, and I'm not sure of something. And he's like, okay, you, you should do that. You should do... And he, he's awesome. He's really awesome. But my Bailey, for real, is my toughest uh, opponent. Every time I face him, I got my chest uh, red, and I got, uh, oh, fuck, my arm. And then, you know, but I love it. I love it because I can't do that. But uh, that's not every wrestler love it, but I love it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've never taken a kick or a punch from Mike Bailey, thank oh. God, but I know it leaves an impression. And it was funny, when I had Mike on the show, he actually educated me a lot in storytelling in the ring. He talked mm. a lot about breathing and pacing and how sometimes yeah. you can go out at 100 miles an hour, but by five minutes in, you're done, you're gassed because you're just giving so much. But if you That's slow it. down, if you go through the paces and you breathe, you can have a 20 or 25 minute match. So that's my yeah, question yeah. to you, Matt. Is it worth it to go out there and just kick ass for eight minutes and be gassed? Or is it worth it to stretch that story out so you get a full 20 minutes of storytelling time in? I'm sure you're going to pick the latter, but I'm interested. Yeah, it's the storytelling. And, and that's what makes wrestling special because we have the crowd. We have the chance to have the crowd behind us. So we can do some things and cheer with the crowd. We can do something and fight with the crowd. We can do something and, you know, we can hard with the crowd every time we, we, so that's, that's kind of something easy, but hard. Like we have to every time think about people. Okay. What, what people will going to think? What people maybe going to chant on that thing? Okay. What people, so I think that's, that's a change that we got a crowd and that's the better thing in wrestling. So you can be the best high flyer in the world, like doing some flips and some stuff and then, oh, I'm good, I'm good. But if you can uh, do a story uh, telling to the people, that's, you, you, you're not a star. You can, you can be a champion. That's it. So you have to, to tell story to people. The people have to go behind you. People have to think that you you're gonna you're gonna fall that you you're gonna you're gonna lose your title people are gonna have to think that you are hurt i think that the selling is one of the best thing we can do in wrestling because we can we we can't uh, let people think that um wrestling is not like fake but we can uh, let people think that we are hurt you know, so if like I pick my my eyes like that, oh fuck, fuck, fuck. People are like, oh fuck, okay. So what? Well, what's happened? The guy is hurt. No, I'm not hurt, but people will think if I if I uh, you know my belly give me a kick on the arm and uh, from the beginning to the end I just sell my arm. People go, okay, so he's hurt right now. Fuck, but no, I'm not hurt, but I sell this. So that's the story of the match. You know, I think that's awesome. I love I love flip and stuff, but I'm not the best on that. I think I'm not the best on that. I can do good flips, but I'm not the best on that. I think that the best I can do is to uh, tell a story to people. That's the best thing. Absolutely. When you can get a crowd invested emotionally yeah. into what you're doing, that's the, that's the best high in the world, and it's a natural high. But yeah. you've also wrestled probably in front of no crowds with COVID. There's been taped matches and stuff like that, and you've also wrestled in front of crowds. Now, obviously, the feel is different. But yeah. how do you stay in the match when you don't have that extra man in, as the crowd giving you that little extra shot of adrenaline? How do you stay in the match when you're not wrestling with no crowds? Um, I think that wrestling go with the crowds. If we don't have crowd, we don't have wrestling. Like if like, for an example, if in the future wrestling go like no crowd, every, every show I quit. Like, I don't want to do this anymore because I do this, I do this with the crowd, for the crowd. So it's, it's different because you have to, um, to focus on wrestling. You don't have choice. You can just, like, do some good flips and do, like, because people don't have crowds. So that's weird. So you have to focus on you want to, to win. You want to, to hurt the guy. You want to, to uh, go with submission. And so you have to focus on some things different, but I don't think that wrestling, uh, uh, I think that wrestling with no crowd is not something 
good for us and good for people. But that's my opinion. I think I know that there is some wrestler will say, "Oh no, I love that," but I don't love that. <laughs> for real, I I want the crowd. I want to be to be interactive with the crowd. That's what I want. Absolutely, I agree with you. I've watched wrestling with no crowds, and it's hard even for me as a fan to get into it. Yeah. But when I'm there yeah. with the crowd, I'm absolutely invested in every story that's being told. And in Destiny Wrestling, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you are the next gen champion. That is almost like Destiny's Intercontinental Championship. That is next man up, next man in line. So now being the next gen champion and knowing the roster that Destiny has, is there anyone, I mean, I have a match in mind, but I'm curious, knowing the roster, minus obviously Josh Alexander, the champion, and Aiden Prince, is there anyone else on that roster that intrigues you that you would like to work with when you come back to Destiny? Hopefully in March, we'll see you. Um. Oh, that's hard because we got a lot of great uh, wrestler. I think that I, Josh Alexander, for real, it's a wrestler that I want to face. I faced him like, I think, five years ago, something like that. So I think that I'm better and this, that should be a better a better match. And he's better. So I would like also to face, again, Speedball Mike Bailey, because I think that if we give that match to Toronto, that should be really awesome. But also, I would like to face Alex Yannickel. Um, I don't do much of intergender uh, match. I do one with Lufisto. I think that's the only match I got with the with the with the intergender side. So I would like to face her because she's really good. She's really good wrestler. I think that she she can be a champion also. So uh, I would like to face him. Yeah, I think that Alexanical and a lot of names come in my mind. Like you know uh, Channing Decker, um, uh, Von Vertigo. I faced him like first time I got to Toronto. I faced Von Vertigo. That should be awesome if I faced him again. I would like. I would like. Um, yeah, I think a lot of name. Uh, like you said, the roster of um, Destiny is uh, is a really good roster. Uh, all the wrestler, all the wrestler in the show is good. All the wrestler have a place in the show, so that's hard. Absolutely, the whole roster and everybody you mentioned, hundred yeah. percent. But there's one name, and I know you said you had a lot of names come to your mind, but for me. The match that intrigues me the most is you versus Gabriel Fuerza. I think oh, you yeah. versus Gabriel Fuerza would be a show stopper, match of the night, barn burner, blow up the house, build it back up, tear it down again. I think you and Gabriel Fuerza, you would just match up so incredibly that there's no other way to go about it but saying that that match would be 100% amazing. Oh, that should be awesome because every time I face uh, Forza, Forza, it was uh, like a six-way or a tag team match or something like that, but never like face him one-on-one. I would like. He's really good. He, I think that that guy step up um, step up on the last years. Like, he's really good right now. So I I faced him like in team, but in one-on-one, that should be awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good choice. So, yeah, I would like. That's fine. Yeah, I'm happy that you like my choice. Thank you very much. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of defending your title and the matches that you've had, uh, how adversed are you to, like, the stipulation matches? If you had to, would you go into a ladder match? Would you go into a cage match? Are you you okay with any of these type of stipulation-style matches where you may have to put your title on the line? Yeah, because I, I, I did before. Like I did some hardcore match, I did like tables match, I did uh, ladder match, no DQ, all those stuff I I, I did. So I can do again. Um, I think that um, that's not important. The stipulations, it's how you bring this. 
I think that's the the only thing. Uh, how you bring this? Because I don't want to do a hardcore match if that don't have like any reason to do that. Like if you exhibition match me versus Gabriel Fuerza hardcore match, that's kind of a weird. Like I would like to have like a feud something and then leads to hardcore match like I did to Montreal, like I did to uh, some wrestlers like China and Decker with it. So yeah, um, but I love uh, I love hardcore match. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, awesome. I, I agree with you. I think I think stipulation matches add a little extra layer to it. Now I gotta yeah. ask. When you do these hardcore matches or when you do these style of matches, how does your wife feel about these matches? Because it's not easy for her to be watching stuff like this. First time uh, she uh, she was okay with that. Like, oh, that's cool. Okay, that's fun. But, you know, I, I think it's it's uh, like two years ago, I was I, I did like four hardcore match in the year i jump from a balcony i i do some stuff like that so uh, that's not that was not far fun for him from for her because i was like okay shola he's gonna jump again okay he's gonna okay fall again in the thumbtacks okay he's gonna chair shot on the head oh what the fuck so i was like you don't have to do that i know but people book me on this and we got the story to tell and that's all the stuff so yeah that's hard and i can understand because you know it's when I go back to my home on Sunday and when I'm like, Oh fuck my back. Oh fuck. That's, that's, that's hard for, uh, for her because she has a, you want to eat, you are something you want to go to a bathroom to the bath. So you, you know, so yeah, I know that's uh, that's hard. I have to take care of me because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a future father. So yeah, I have to take care. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you are, when you do become a dad, when, when your, your new son or daughter is born, uh, how early do you think you would expose them to wrestling, to what daddy does for a living? Would you wait a year, two years, five years, and then take them to a show? Or do you think it might be if there's a local show nearby and he's a year old, she's a year old, would you say, yeah, okay, bring him. We'll put the, you know, we'll put the earphones on him and just he, he or she can experience, right? Uh, I would like to wait uh, before uh, the, the kid understands like what's happened you know if like it's five years or six years i don't care i just want i don't want to bring uh the baby to the show with the, all the things and uh, oh he, i don't know okay so he cried right now so we got no i want to uh to the kid understand what happened who i am why i'm do that um you know to explain okay that's wrestling and i'm sure that like the kid will will understand because wrestling it's a part is a good is a big part of my life like i watch wrestling i do wrestling i go to the road like so i think that's in the young age uh the kid will understand of course absolutely i agree with you on that now do you have any names in mind like i mean you've discussed this obviously with the missus if it's a boy maybe you know matt jr if it's a girl i'm not sure uh Eloi, i always thought Eloi was a very beautiful name uh, any name choices that you guys have in mind um, in French, I don't know. I don't think that uh, you had this in English. But uh, for a girl, we got uh, Laurence in the in French. I think in English it's like Laurence or something like that. But in French, it's uh, Laurence. And in English, we got uh, Alan. I think that Alan should be good or uh, Emil. We don't know. Uh, we'll see. So we got uh, again a couple months to uh, to again think about that. But that's the name that come to the to the mind right now. Yeah. Absolutely. I think those are beautiful name choices. Absolutely beautiful Thanks. name choices. Thanks. Um, 
So for you, I mean, wrestling's wrestling's a part of your life. It's been in your life for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, what are some of your early influences in terms of this business? Like, what what made you fall in love with this crazy world of wrestling and actually want to do it for a living? Like, you mean like a wrestler or yeah. a show yeah. or yeah, okay. Rest, like wrestler, um, like like that kind of like early influences, like The Rock, Stone Cold, what have you. Um, if we talk about WWE, because I think that if you you wrestle, uh, you watch WWE. Um, that was that's weird, but that was John Cena. <laughs> I like the the star uh, the, the the star guy and the thing. There was John Cena. I was like, oh, I, I love wrestling with that guy. But in the indie, there was El Generico. So Sami Zayn right now. I think that my stuff it's uh, similar to him. Uh, he's an awesome wrestler. His selling is awesome. So that was a great inspiration for me in the ring. When I was a wrestler, I started wrestling. The first time I saw El Generico was like, okay, I want to be like that guy, like uh, good like him, you know? So yeah, El Generico, I think that it's in the, in the, all the, the, the time, El Generico is still, again, the wrestler that, I, that inspire me every time he wrestles. So like, right now he's semi Zayn, but uh, every time he, he inspires me, I think it's really good. And uh, yeah, it's uh, El Generico and John Cena. I think those are two great choices. And, you know, mentioning El Generico, you're talking about the history of Montreal, the history of Quebec-based yeah. wrestlers. You go from Jacques Rougeau, uh, you go to Kevin Owens, you go to Sami Zayn, obviously, and Speedball Mike Bailey, yourself, Jeremy Prophet. So many amazing wrestlers have been built up and trained in Quebec in that province and you guys you guys build wrestlers like you build houses like you they come out and they come out strong they come out incredible uh how does it feel to be in that that heritage of great professional wrestlers even going back as far as Dino Bravo all those great professional wrestlers to come and and be part of that history that's got to be an incredible feeling when you mention all those names and I include you in that list because you deserve to oh be thank you thank you I think that's again it's a lot of pressure because when you are a Canadian slash Quebec wrestler, you have to, again, deliver. So if people know that, if people say, oh, Quebec wrestler is really good. So you have to be really good. You can't fail because uh, you, uh, yeah, it's a lot of pressure, I think. But I love that. So thank you again to mention me on that because I don't put me on that list. But thank you for putting me on that um, it's a lot of pressure because we got good wrestlers. Like Kevin Owens changed the game. He changed the Quebec game. That's it. So uh, there was Jacques Rougeau. And then years ago, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Now it's Speedball My Bailey 2.0, uh, Eva Luno, um, Stu Grayson. So you got all those guys that are awesome. And uh, yeah, that's a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure, but the one thing you keep saying right after you say the word pressure is that you love it. I think, I yeah. think for you, I think for you, pressure is, would you almost say that you, you want people to doubt you? You want people to hope you fail just so you can go out there and do what you do and show them love me or hate me, but I'm not going anywhere. But I think that's uh, it, all my career that was that because I was like uh, not, not the big guy, not the tall guy. So people was like, oh, who's that little guy? So I have to deliver. So I deliver. So I, okay, you see, I can do that too. So that's, uh, yeah, you, you say that the pressure, I love that. Yeah, I love that. I really love the pressure because uh, that I think that's put me in the, in the position, in the position, 
position that I can be better. You know, I put myself in danger. So I was like, okay, so I have to go. I have to be better than every everyone here. So yeah, that's a lot of pressure, but I love that. And that's put me in the game right now. Absolutely. I could not agree more. Is it, uh, is it more pressure filled when you debut at a new uh, promotion that you've never worked before and you've got that, that wonderment of, okay, are they going to, is the crowd going to accept me or are they going to not accept me? Like when you go, when you walk through the curtain at Destiny for the first time, what was that like being in front of a new crowd that a lot of them may have just discovered you for the first time? Uh, that's weird because uh, it's easy to work with the crowd that people know you for 10 years, like Quebec or Montreal. That That's easy for me because people know me. In Montreal, I can do like four promotions and every time people know me, you know, I will I will go in the ring and say, okay, yeah, that's Angel. Yeah, I'm happy to see him. But when you are in Ontario, Toronto, people don't know me, that's weird. Because you know that when you will go in the ring, people will not probably not cheer for you and not boo you too. It was just like, oh, who's that guy? So you got a lot of judgment of people. Okay, so prove yourself. Okay, prove who you who you are so that's hard but that's weird but that makes uh some things fun because you have to prove yourself you have to prove to people that you're you're good you have to prove people that you can be a good wrestler and you have to put people in the position that people want to see you again if i go to destiny and uh, i don't do a good match you don't want to you know you don't want to invent me in your podcast you don't want to see me wrestle again so if you did great people will ask you again so uh yeah that's always hard because uh, i i wrestle in the ring of honor in uh, philadelphia and that was a great experience but kind of weird because people don't really don't know him really don't know me like toronto some people is like oh yeah i i see him on the i saw him on the youtube page or on the iws page or something but in the ring of honor no one's know me so that's like when i i, I know that when i go to the to the entrance people's like just was that guy i was like oh fuck so i got to i got to work right now i got to go with my charisma and all my things and i have to be cool to people people have to uh, to cheer for me because uh, if all the matches on like that i'm weird really really yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. now montreal fans they love the wrestling but they also are very very invested in hockey hockey yeah. is everything are you yourself a hockey fan I was a hockey fan uh, for a couple of years. I'm, I don't uh, watch hockey. Like I, I watch the playoff because you know, that's uh, that's a Canadian thing, but I don't watch uh, hockey like I did before, like way, uh, way years ago. Um, but I love hockey because that's, that's a part of our culture. I don't know. I don't know if I'm okay with that word, but that that's, that's our culture. I, I mean, wrestler is a part of uh, every, every house in the in the canadian thing so yeah um i love hockey i think that uh, wrestling uh, at some point wrestling was what hockey is right now mm. you know with all the maurice maddock vachon and uh, dino bravo and uh, people um was uh, crazy with wrestling but now that's hockey and that's okay so we don't have to to be mad for this but hockey is awesome so Absolutely. I couldn't agree. Mm. I mean, I'm a Leafs fan. So we just Toronto Maple Leafs, we know what to expect. And usually most of the time it, uh, 
it's first or second round exits for us. So that's what we're used to. That's what we thrive yeah. on. Hey, at that's least a- we made it. We'll be there next year. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of the history of Canadian wrestling and culture, and you mentioned that word perfectly, culture. You're talking about, you look at Canada across the whole spectrum, the whole country. So many great wrestlers have come out of so many provinces. Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho out of Winnipeg, the Hart family, and TJ Wilson, and all those, all those individuals coming out of Calgary. You've got PCO. You've got Jacques Rougeau coming out of uh, Dino Bravo coming out of Quebec. You've got some guys coming out of Ontario as well. When you look at wrestling across the whole board, Canada to Canada, end to end, who would you say is the greatest of all time in Canadian wrestling history? And I know that's a tough question, but I'm curious to your your answer. For me, that's not a tough question, God, because two names go in my mind. The first is Maurice Mad Dog Vachon. I think that's it's a part of a story of every Canadian, not like just Quebec, but Canadian. If you uh, if you read uh, his story, um, that guy just changed all the games, all the promo thing, all the, the the wrestler game. The guy was not like really tall; he was like really uh, I don't know how to call that uh, really small, but it was big and it was mad and it was good. Um, and the other name is PCO. Because right now, I think that that guy have um, a unique uh, way to go in wrestling. Like he, he, so he, he go to WWE, he quit wrestling, go to RDS to command, to do the commentary. Now he's, he's traveled the world, being a world champion, go to a TV show, go to podcasts, do uh, what like young wrestler can do right now, can't do right now. PCO is, uh, I think that is an inspiration for all Canadian wrestler right now. PCO in the world, I think, is an inspiration. That guy is awesome. So that's the two names, I think, that changed all the game in wrestling and that two names that, um, I think, uh, mark the Canadian scene. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree with you. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned PCO because, again, at the Destiny show, uh, there was that epic match between PCO and Josh Alexander. And behind me, it's going to be a little hard to see, but there's a piece of the table right there, eh? right there. And it's yeah. PCO signed that. That's oh, probably PCO yeah, cool. and Josh Alexander signed that. That is my favorite piece of <laughs> cool. everything I've collected. That is the coolest thing I have down here. hundred percent. That match was awesome. That match was awesome. Yeah. And at 52, to be able to do the things he's doing and to then to come out yeah. after and look like he did nothing. To come out and just, hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, dude, you went through like four tables. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> he's, he's not human. For yeah. real, I think that guy is not human. He's not human. He's awesome. He's really awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned about helping and how Speedball Mike Bailey, he helps you whenever you have questions. I'm sure PCO as well. I'm sure all those other great names that we've mentioned. But out of everyone that's helped you in this business, um, who would you say was probably the one person who gave you the best piece of advice? Or another another question to, to ask, what was the best piece of advice you've received so far in your career oh that's hard um well i think that the guys that helped me a lot it's uh tdt uh you know tabernacle the team that you you oh, yeah. saw on the last show oh, yeah, that bad. guy yeah that those guys help me um every time i go to a new promotion uh because uh you know that's weird that like i go to montreal for the first time uh, I'm five hours from Montreal, so I go to Montreal for the first time. That guy was like, "So I, hey, that's Angel." So, I, so we go, we miss a guy for many events. What do we do? 
bring Angel. I was like, oh, God, you're, you, you're really good to me. Go to Toronto for the first time with them. So they present me to people. So I saw that Matt Angel is one of, of, a, of a Quebec wrestler. And da, da, da. I was like, oh, that's really some things uh, that I, I appreciate for uh, TDT. And I think that the best advice, um, I don't know what is the real best advice, but the guy that gave me the best advice is, uh, is my is people, Mike Bailey. Uh, because he had a vision that is... Um, Right now, you know, not like not the past vision or something that don't go with people today. That this is with people today. You know, uh, you have a, a unique thing to think about wrestling, and that guy give always me give uh, great advice. So I think I don't know what is the best advice, but I know that that comes to speedball my baby. Absolutely, I could see that hand in hand. I mean, he is one of the most genuine and humble people, and much like yourself, he's so talented but yet so humble. Matt, this has been yeah. a fantastic conversation and I got Thank one you so more much. question and then I'm going to let you shout out your socials and then we'll say goodbye. But everyone has that dream match. Everyone has that one opponent that they want to stare across the ring from them at some point in their career. What is your dream opponent? That is Sami Zayn. If you think about WWE, but if you don't, that's Kenny Omega. That wrestler is awesome. That wrestler is uh, it's just in a total package. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I would like to face Kenny Omega uh, in, Canada, in Canada, in Japan, or USA. I don't know. But I, I would like to face uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah, he's awesome. I, I, well, I got one thing to say to that. When that match happens, shut up and take my money. You let me know where yeah. I will be front row center for that match. And, Thank uh, you. Another question quickly. Uh, you yeah. mentioned Japan. Have you ever been over there? Do you have plans to go there in 2022? I would like now uh, that's hard. You know, Canadian scene, it's uh, it's complicated because to go to the to the United States or to go um, uh, in the other um, uh, uh, country, we have to, to have a visa. And that's hard to have a visa. And that costs a lot of money. So that's hard. In Japan, I would like not to go like uh, one year in Japan, but a couple months months just to to wrestle and take the experience of the place i would like to go in japan i don't know if it's gonna be in 2022 because i'm gonna be a father so that's hard but uh in my life i would like to wrestle uh in japan i would like absolutely i think you would kill it over there and uh you would Thanks. become a household name over there much like you have in toronto we can't wait to see you back in march Destiny, thank you thank that you next gen title and before you go anybody that's not following your journey where can they find you on the wonderful world of social media? You can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram. I'm I'm a lot of Instagram that match that angel zero one. So if you write this, you're gonna find me, or just Mad Angel, you're gonna find me. You don't have like uh, ten Mad Angels. So yeah, follow me. It's gonna be cool. And if you if you have a question, if you want me to to go with in your podcast, it's gonna be a pleasure for me. Thanks to having me again. Oh, no problem, sir. It's my honor. And he's right, guys. I hit him up in the DMs. We follow each other. He's a fantastic yeah. guy. Keep an eye on this man because he's definitely one to watch. And congratulations on becoming a dad. I can't wait to see what you have, boy or girl. But either way, I know you're going to be fantastic. And if it is a girl and you need any advice, just send me a message and I will help you out any way I can. Thank you again. All right, guys. That's it for this one. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you next time. Peace.
Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. Not in my league. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.